We're here again uh, in an inter- internetless room. <laughs> we don't have any internet. It's all gone. But that yeah. doesn't stop us from talking about Impact Wrestling. Boom. Boom. <laughs> My, this is the Wrestling Guild. My name is Chris Mary Hoffman. With me, I have Nick Anderson, also known as the man of fair play. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'm choking on my own saliva um we're going to talk about uh impact that was on uh, the 16th of november Mm -hmm. uh didn't really follow the format from the week before which we were saying that that was a good format but uh, they didn't really (laughs) follow it this time and it was quite short as well i mean it went pretty quick i mean the episode was as a normal yes it went through really quick yes even though it was didn't have and it would have i mean we said that last week too that it went quickly Mm -hmm. and i think that uh, there were more viewers uh this week or for this episode i heard Mm -hmm. Uh, so there was a rise in viewership which is good because i think this was definitely the kind of episode where you could bring in more viewers okay i think there's more because the crowd was lively there were some good matches uh, interspersed with them Mm, yeah yeah yeah, I, I like the audience. They were more into the matches. At this well, point. I mean, it's sometimes no, but I think it is. If you put in a Canadian in the main event in Canada, you're Should going to some, get more. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to that get is more. true. Yeah. So I think that they, that they did the right thing. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, so what happened first? Yeah, well, we'll say what Gail, which Gail Kim comes into the impact zone. Well, she comes. She, yeah, she, she, she comes with her suitcase, suitcase like, which I don't understand why, because she is, wasn't she's like she changed. There. She was already in the same outfit. <laughs> they uh, always walk around with those cases. Uh, and yeah, we start off with a exhibition match. Yes, we have a cold open, as it's called. It's a trios match, uh, yeah. a kind of a strange uh, combination because we have Con- uh, Caleb Conley, Trevor Lee. We understand that Andrew Everett must not be in Canada right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they tagged together with Ishimori, which seemed odd because Ishimori isn't really a heel, but I don't think he's anything really. <laughs> Versus uh, Sanjay Dutt, Desmond Xavier, and Garza Jr. Still heavily taped up, Garza Jr. Still, like his other yeah, arm. Yeah, it worked really better work. this time though. He mm-hmm. seemed like he was doing better because he could do more moves. But still, I, I once again, I thought that this was odd. I understand that they maybe want to put Garza Junior because he's anyway there. But I'm thinking Braxton Sutter. We we now know that Braxton Sutter is, is there, there because we also saw him again today because yeah, he was eating with Grado. Uh, yeah. So why mm. not put in him in there? I mean, he, he, I mean, yeah, because he wants to wrestle, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, why, why wouldn't, yeah. Because, I mean, if, he's not a bad wrestler. No, and the thing is that if Garza Jr. isn't 100%, why not just put Sutter in there? I don't know. Uh, strange decision. Uh, how mm-hmm. did you, I, I thought that this was good, fast paced. It, it was over quickly. It was but over. everybody got in their moves. I, I like the fact when everybody comes in and hits an impactful move, and then, you know, the next person comes in and hits mm-hmm. an impactful move. Uh, I thought that was well done. I think Trevor could have done more. He he was just in here. He was in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, but shit, I think that's it. the thing. I think he's supposed to be a cowardly. No, I, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Uh, I can't remember who won. I haven't written it down. Uh, wasn't it? See, you're see, you know, you're I mean, always. I should be. You're always, always tra- trusting that I have the all the results. But there you go. There <laughs> no, you go. But I think the, I think the uh, I think the faces won, didn't they? Uh, yeah, San- Sanjay Dutt and uh, Sanjay Desmond and Garza won. Yep, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yep. Hmm? Uh, yeah, well, that was that good good start to this episode. Not knowing crap. <laughs> I the thing was, I, I for once I actually wrote everything down on my cell phone, and then apparently this doesn't save automatically. You have to press save, uh, so everything was gone. So I just like I think there was an next division match in the beginning. Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, anyway, it was a good match. It was a good open. I always like it when they when they uh, open with an X Division match with a little. Uh, the only risk is that it becomes a little bit too. Uh, it becomes too repetitive that you have the same people in it all the whole time. I was about to say that. I mean, I like the X Division that match to be the first match you see because you know all, because of all the action. But now it gets a bit boring because it's always the X Division match. You kind of know what's going to happen. I don't know. Okay. Mm. But you don't know how the match is going to end. I don't know how the match is going to end and who is going to be in it. But, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Okay. Mm. <coughs> yep. And what happens next? Well, uh, we have uh, another match. Yes, we have a grand championship match that comes out. Uh, this was surprising, but Falaba versus EC3, which is interesting. I was listening <laughs> to an interview, actually, with Falaba uh, on the Pat Buck Wrestling uh, show. Mm-hmm. Or the interview Falabaugh. Actually, it was quite, uh, quite interesting because you don't really hear Falabaugh talk. Yeah. His character doesn't talk, but he can speak. <laughs> but it was interesting and, and and actually a little bit surprising that they brought in Falabaugh all the way up to Canada for, for a grand championship match. But, uh, I mean, he, there he was. and mm-hmm. uh, EC3 versus Falabaugh for the grand championship match. How did you like this match? Uh, mm. I don't know. I mean, I like Falaba. Uh, he he knows what he's supposed to do. He got the uh, audience going though. He does. He got that, the that audience going. Mm-hmm. Uh, EC three a uh, mm-hmm. bit uh, confused in the beginning. <laughs> His moves didn't really work. <laughs> no. So it's like, yeah, I'm gonna uh, start on something new. Um, but I mean, yeah, the first match. What do you think about it? No, I thought it was good. I thought that it was nice that they gave Falaba a a, a win. In the beginning, mm-hmm. that he got took the first round, and then obviously EC3 took the second round. Uh, for the first time, I think, in, for for I think for the first time we saw Falaba like what he could do. And I mean, True. he's not a bad wrestler. He did a lot of good stuff, cool, cool moves. And they teased that he was going to win. He was going to hit the uh, the oh, yeah, the drop on on EC3, but EC3 cheats. <coughs> he rolls he him up. A, yeah, and he put in his. Uh, Feet, feet on the rope, on the, yeah, yeah, the and rope. they kind of do that because it's supposed to be like that they're getting extra pressure, yeah, extra leverage. Isn't that like harder to actually put your legs up there and get like a steady? Yeah, well, nobody said that it made sense. Yeah, but... <laughs> it's just what they do. <laughs> and I mean, because isn't that against the rules? Yeah, but the, yeah. the ref didn't see it. Oh, okay, so the camera saw it, but right. okay. yeah, well, good classic. Point. Haven't you learned that? Yet? Yeah, but I mean, it still pisses me off. God damn it. Yeah, mm. yeah, but, uh, I mean, yeah. No, but that's. Uh, that's what happens. But you can't have Falabar winning that match anyways. So. No, no. It's uh, cool to see his moves, but at yeah. the same time. No, I think it was a good chance. Plus, it makes the Grand Championship. I think we haven't had a Grand Championship match in quite some time. EC3 hasn't really had a solo match in a long time. 
so I think that did a lot. Uh, the fa- that fact that they kind of brought it back, which means we'll probably see more Grand Championship matches, and we'll, um, you know, we'll see what. Uh, EC- I would have almost thought that since EC3 came out and punked out Matt Seidel the week before, that he would have gotten himself mm. involved somehow. To like have a storyline between Matt Seidel and EC3. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that could work. Uh, and it would be more interesting than Falaba and EC3. Well, uh, they, they don't have any history, Falaba. No, EC3. I know, but uh, this, I mean, you, you could have had replaced this match with that. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. I, but, I mm. see what you say. Hmm? I see what you're saying. Uh, we had actually, before this, we had gotten a little bit of a uh, GoPro action from OVE and Sammy <laughs> Callahan. Uh, I think this is kind of cool, though, how mm-hmm. they do that, where they just kind of like say crap and then. <laughs> move on uh, we were thinking that it was going to be the barbed wire massacre coming up with because we've heard so many rumors about it but uh that's not yet i guess they're going to mm-hmm. be fighting a little bit more Saving we had a that. we had a second trios match ove sammy callahan versus lax i thought that this this was probably my favorite apart from the main event i think this was probably my favorite match of the yes. that, and the audience for the first time in years and i'm saying in years this the crowd actually chanted this is awesome oh, they yeah, did no, it twice this is awesome yeah they did it twice this this uh this show mm-hmm. uh, and i thought that that was i put a smile on my face and that i think that is something that shows that oh, maybe people will be interested in seeing impact this week as well because they saw that the crowd was into it that but I know what you're saying now. I mean, when when the crowd is screaming, "This is awesome!" It is really awesome, and it gives it actually. Back. That's the part that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's the part that is awesome. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it makes the it makes the match hot, a lot better. It does. Yeah, it does. Uh, and I thought that this was. I mean, this wasn't close to what they did uh, at Bound for Glory, mm-hmm. but it, I think it was more effectful. I mean, impactful. Uh, and it was nice to see. I haven't seen a homicide match where he actually fought because I guess he was injured and now he's back from injury. Mm. So he was actually part of the match uh, as before. He was kind of just like off to the side. Mm. Uh, so that was cool. And we got to see what Sammy Callahan could do. Uh, more hard hit- hitting action in this. Uh, good. The wrestling was good and hard hitting and stuff like that. Did a lot of. Really cool stuff. LAX ends up winning with the Street Sweeper on the, one of the Crisp brothers. Yeah, I think that was pretty fair. I mean, they've been losing against OVE and getting a lot of shit from OVE. So I think it was their time to you know, shine. Yeah. And this will obviously set up the feud uh, mm. going forward. But this was, uh, this was a really good match and a match that I'm definitely going to go back and watch uh, again. Mm. So that was that was cool. That's a good, good grade. Uh, as I said, Alex Alex win with a street sweeper. It was a non-title match, so no title changed. <laughs> and then we had a GWN flashback from the first ever uh, Impact pay per view, uh, yeah. where the Ken Shamrock versus Malice. This was, I think, it was a twenty-man uh, like rumble match where mm-hmm. the winner would win the title, and those left were Malice and uh, Shamrock. How did you? I mean that was awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. I mean, it was it was more hard hitting, and I don't know why, but it seems like more old school wrestling is more hard hitting. Just well, it depends on where it is. I think if you go even further back, it's less hard hitting. But it's, I mean, uh-huh, okay. But I mean, this mm-hmm. is this is we're talking the early two thousands. Um, they're uh, 
yeah, TNA was trying to be a little bit different. And, and also, I think that the, the kind of grittiness of it, you know, that the camera, is, mm-hmm. it's not HD. I think that <laughs> does a little bit to it as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And the audience, I won't worry into it. Oh, yeah. There were a lot. I mean, when the guy won, they were like, I mean, they were, they were crazy. They were going wild. Yeah, they were standing up, clapping, you know, uh, so, so so that was cool. But yeah, that guy's feet, ankle, like yeah, the ankle lock that Ken Shamrock does. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, did you see how far he went? Yeah, yeah, he was a master. He was actually an old MMA fighter, uh, Ken oh. Shamrock. He was actually, he was one of the. He was, I think, one of the first like real MMA fighters, and also one like the first one that went over into uh, to wrestling. Poor ankle. Yeah. That's, yeah. Got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it got hurt. <laughs> um, yeah. Then we uh, get uh, Dan Lambert and the ATT come up. Yeah. I mean, uh, they pretty much, he pretty much comes out, uh, starts what, bitching at Canadians as well. Yeah. Uh, he, does, he does not like Canada. I don't know. Why? What's up with it? I mean, it's just cheap. I don't know. What's wrong with Canada? Yeah, what's wrong with Canada? And then he goes like, yeah, it would be that Moose and his friends, you know, as promised, yada, yada, yada. Hey, he says also that, uh, you know, well, he, there's a lot of bunch, a bunch of crap about Canada. It says that they shouldn't come to Fort Lauderdale where he uh, lives because they drive like crap and they are <laughs> too cheap to spend money on stuff. And But when it comes down to, what it comes down to is that he says that impact it has promised Lashley his release so he can strictly go for MMA. He says that uh, in MMA, you make promises and you keep them uh, and that the uh, impact has not fulfilled its promises and that he's going to burn it to the ground. I don't know if something right. happened here or, or if he, you know, got confused. It went too long because then Moose's pro- uh, music hit and he continued to talk. And usually that doesn't happen. Yeah, I don't know, he, I don't know if he didn't feel, he felt he didn't get to say what he wanted to say and stuff like that. But I mean, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the, the, the good thing here is that you really have, I think a lot of people, what people kind of complain about is that you don't have like a really, like a real heel faction. That people are super heels, like really, like really bad guys. But that guy works. But he is. Right, okay, he's yeah. doing that. He fulfills <laughs> that role. I mean, uh, he's really talking shit about Canada. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Moose comes out, says he's going to beat Lambert up, and then and then he says like, "Well, your crew isn't here, but I'm pretty sure that the crew was there. They they came with him into the Impact Zone, right? Wasn't well when, when the they first came to yeah. the arena? Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. In, in the beginning, and of the they're episode, just yeah. hiding in the back. I mean, obviously, Moose didn't know what was going on. Uh, so yeah, he he goes for him, and what top team comes to rescue? Yeah, like every beats single him one. up, uh, and then Storm James Storm comes out, and takes everybody out, and then <laughs> that, I know that guy. That, that I hope that that's a running theme. The guy, the the scrawny guy with the neck brace that got uh, choke slammed uh, in Bound, Bound for Glory come, comes in and and tries to beat Storm up. And the storm just <laughs> clocks him in the head with a beer bottle. You know how many times I re- replayed that? I think it was like ten or twenty times. I should have made a meme. God damn, it was good. It was really good. Like you don't touch him. Damn, boom. Oh, it was funny. Oh, it was funny. Yeah, uh, and then Storm uh, cuts a promo, talks about his history with the company, what he's done, 
And then he talks about what pro wrestling is. Not everybody, not only everybody in the back, but all the fans and everybody who works behind the scenes and stuff like that. And obviously, this is setting up for his like farewell match. I mean, it's starting to feel. I mean, you can tell that it's winding down. Question is. I mean, there are rumors that he might be going to the WWE, or at least there's just rumors. People are speculating what he's going to do, but maybe he's just retiring. I mean, yeah, because how old is he? Like, he's, I think he's in his forties, maybe. That's not or or late thirties, late thirties. Because I think yeah. Bobby Roode, who which is his, who is his uh, partner or was his partner in Earth. Beer Money when he mm-hmm. referred to Beer Money, I think he's like thirty eight. Maybe thirty nine. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's kind of time then, you know, to to retire. What Hulk Hogan wrestled well into his fifties. He's Ric Flair, who's like seven million well, yeah, years but... old. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, but I mean, I really hate to see Storm go though. I mean, yeah, but the thing is that we were talking about this last time. Like, he hasn't really had an interesting storyline. What do you do with him? Uh, I mean, I think his best years in wrestling are behind him. That's what I feel. He doesn't have like the presence of a Bobby Roode or the skill or ability of a Bobby Roode or, or an AJ Styles and stuff like that, who are people that are the same age as he is. And so I don't know. It's difficult mm-hmm. to say. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to say. But he's talking about what pro wrestling is, and then he kind of leaves. Okay, so mm-hmm. uh, then we have our Pluto TV Rewind. <laughs> Those Chris Rock just talking about how good Impact is or TNA is. <laughs> well, like you think it's fake? Come down here and get smacked. What was it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think what they're doing with those Pluto TV rewinds is that they're just showing like the the names that have been in Impact. Because I mean, we we had Hulk Hogan one time. Mm-hmm. We had Rowdy Roddy Piper, I think last week, and then this week they had Chris Rock. So I mean, I think they're just kind of highlighting the celebrities that have been part of Impact. I don't know. It's weird when you have a GWN rewind and a Pluto TV rewind. But and the Pluto rewind was what, like seven seconds? Yeah. But I mean, at least they, I think that they was get, all for think, Pluto. Yeah, but I think they maybe get sponsored or something like that. So uh, it's, I mean, it's interesting. And, and I mean, it shows for people who don't know the history of Impact, it might mm. get people interested in it. Sure. Uh, and then your buddy, yeah, who? KM. I don't know. What is he up to? I mean, he wants to be <laughs> friends with <laughs> the top <laughs> team. Like you have the top team walking out, and then you have KM like being jerk. I mean, I don't know what does he want. A, a, what does he want from them? I think he wants to. I I don't know if he likes their style or if he wants to be part of. I don't know if he wants to be part of American Top Team, but I think what it, at least this puts him in a storyline because I was kind of wondering mm-hmm. what KM was doing, where he is, and stuff like that. Uh, Lashley says he has to prove himself, so I'm thinking there's going to be a program between KM and Moose, maybe. Ah, uh, and then from there. Go yeah. Okay. Smart. So that he's going to try to take Moose out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we had a promo from Eli Drake. Good, as always. Perfect. I mean, it's Eli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I have nothing to say, really. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it, it, it was good, and he does he does it well. Yes, he's he is excellent at what he does. Uh as I was saying, he's probably the best guy there right now. I mean, because you have, I mean, yes, you have Alberto El Patron and you have um, Johnny banned. Impact, but they were banned. We didn't talk about that. They were banned from the arena, which is fine. What do you mean, which is fine? That's no, but I mean, fine. it gets, you know, but it's fine because do we really need to see another fight between them in the arena? Well, no, yeah. 
It's true. You you want and you want to want people to come back. You know. Mm-hmm. Actually, I thought it was fine that they didn't even talk about the backstage altercation. That they didn't show anything from it. Oh, like flashback. Yeah, because recap. it would have probably. I mean, I think that was good. It was a good uh, strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as I said, you have Johnny Impact, uh, who doesn't cut a very great promo. He's good mm-hmm. in the ring, but he doesn't cut a very good promo. You have Alberto El Patron, that is, I mean, he has his strengths and stuff like that. But I think Eli Drake is just too crisp all the time. Alberto El Patron kind of plays off the cuff a little bit, especially in his promos, and it can be a little difficult, just like we were talking about his promo, Bound for Glory. Yeah. It's a little everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he, I think Patron needs more guidance when he uh, when he cuts promos and stuff like that. Eli Drake is just natural. Naturally good. Hmm? Yeah, I agree. Yes, we have a little uh, Petey Williams vignette after that. That was fun to see. That's good. Not too long. Just like a little thing about Petey Williams and his uh, his time in Impact. Hmm. And then we have Gail Kim and Ali talking in the back. No. Yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> but no. <laughs> uh, yeah. And pretty much uh, they come out to the ring. And uh, Gail Kim pretty much says she's going to retire. She's also she's in her forties. She's like forty one or forty two or something like that. So, and she might feel it in her body. I mean, she's done it for a long yeah, time, and, you know. And she's been in the WWE and she's wrestled all over. And she she may just feel like she wants to settle down. Uh, I don't know if she's thinking of having kids. It's I mean, a little late. Forty. 41, 42. I mean, yeah, it's not late. super late, but I mean, it's anyway. But her husband is older. Robert Irvine already has like two mm-hmm. grown daughters and stuff like that. So I'm not think, thinking that he's maybe not interested. In, uh, and maybe she just wants to support him going around because he is like a top chef of some kind and has several restaurants. So, yeah, well, uh, so it's sad to see, but yeah. yeah, it is. It is sad to see, but you know, she feels it. And this is what happened. This is we were talking about that. What, what happens when she decides to retire? If she has the title and she relinquishes the title, and it has been announced through social media that they're going to have a knockouts, like oh, it's cup, announced. like a tournament or a cup, as it is, a knockouts cup. So we'll see. Uh, obviously, if you look at the brackets, there are a lot more brackets than there are female wrestlers in the company at the moment. <laughs> Unless you count, I mean, because the thing is, are they bringing in Nova? Amber Nova, are they bringing up uh, Ava Story to be up there? Uh, Because otherwise, really, you have Ali, you have Rosemary, Sienna, Sienna, uh, Diamante is still injured. They were talking about that at the show, that uh, that she she had a knee injury. She's she's not going to be doing it. Hmm. Uh, They were also talking about uh, Tessa Blanchard has signed with the company, so she'll probably be there. And then they were also talking about, I heard on Wrestling Inc. that they, there's a woman who has signed with the company that we haven't seen yet. But they could also bring in, um, they could also bring in some of the people that they've been showing on uh, like Border City Wrestling. Because uh, cool. so, I mean, we need more females. Yes, I mean, we need we really more do. women. We do need yeah. more women. Uh, so we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, Grado is back. He's having a, a bit of a nosh yeah, in the back with his buddies. <laughs> and then a, a, like, yeah. a really rough-looking Joseph Park shows up. And they all leave. And that's where we see Braxton Sutter. He's there and goes. He leaves. I guess no repercussions for him fighting with Caleb Conley. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, you have Parks coming out. Uh, looks dead. I don't know. I mean, he had like all his beard and yeah, everything, and he was white. And, uh, and he came out and he sat there. He's like, "Yo, yo, what's up?" And everyone leaves like. Get uh, but yeah, he he, he talks to uh, Grado. Uh, yeah, and he says he's sorry and gives him back his visa. And he also blames Abyss for the whole affair, the whole problem, which is him. But yeah, well, half, 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 and half. But then, <laughs> and then, yeah, like a, and a really scruffy-looking Mountie. He comes, a Canadian mounted police. Not, I'm. Fairly sure that he's not really uh, about yeah. <laughs> Really? Are you sure about that? Positive. This guy comes from like Toys R Us and has like a costume on him that says he's like the Canadian police and he has to come with him because the visa is only for America. Yeah. But now he can marry. Oh, but I mean, Manaboo. Maybe he'll marry Laurel Van Ness now. But she's so weird. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, but she's know. good looking, so Do weird doesn't really matter. I mean, Grado's weird too. Yeah, true. <laughs> He's not perfect. Anyway, so that's what it is. Uh, so they uh, deported Grado from Canada, which leads us to the main event of the evening: Global Championship match. Petey Williams, a Canadian destroyer, Maple Leaf Muscle, as he calls himself, <laughs> and he, he shouted it out actually uh, in during the match versus Eli Drake. Uh, the uh, perpetual motion machine. Uh, Jimmy Jake comes comes out and sits down, and he sat down, and they did the selfie thing again, were, uh, throwing some shade. Uh, yeah, I saw it. Like, yeah, we could take a selfie. Why not? Oh, <laughs> there's no problem. Uh, yeah. Mm. Of course, uh, so it was nice to have Jimmy Jacobs on commentary the whole match through. So that was fun. It was also fun that JB came to the announce table. It's just like, wait, what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> right in the middle of the match. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, he came out to a huge pop. Uh, P.D. Williams did. Uh, Chris Adonis is there, interjects himself. This was, I thought that this was a really good match. And mm-hmm. I think uh, they did well. I mean, even if, I think there's a, a general idea that it's difficult for a heavyweight like Eli Drake to take on a cruiserweight or a light heavyweight or an X Division match guy. Like P.D. Williams. And P.D. Williams is smaller. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. A, a guy like Braxton Sutter or Garza Jr. or or even uh, Matt Seidel, they have the the height and the build to to look like a heavyweight as well. I mean, you can c- conceivably believe that they are heavyweights or they, they could work in that division. Uh, P.D. Williams is a lot smaller. But I think they did really... I mean, he got a lot of offense in. The crowd was really into it, especially when he was standing on uh, Eli Drake's balls and singing "Oh Canada," <laughs> and then he just kicked him in the, in the thigh. Uh, no, I think this was really this was a really good match. It was a good back and forth. Uh, many like false pinfalls, and yeah, and the fact that he—I don't know if I it couldn't completely agreed with him hitting the Canadian Destroyer and not being able to pin Drake. You mean it was a shit Canadian Destroyer? Or well, you... I mean, the thing was that they kept saying that nobody has ever kicked out oh, a yeah. Canadian Destroyer, and then Drake does it. Where at, when Drake had taken a lot of punishment before. I mean, it would have been different if, say, he would have hit it, if he was fighting, say, like Lashley, and Lashley had been just taking a bunch of punishment and kept coming back. He hits the Canadian Destroyer. Then it would have been more believable that Lashley would have kicked out. But here, 
Um, Drake had taken a lot of hits. He had taken a lot of punishment. Yeah, the Canadian destroyer came there in the end. Yeah, much. in the end when they were both tired. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, but the thing was that, and what was really cool was that back in the day when Petey Williams was first like going through everyone, he had, I think, with he had a feud with Chris Sabin, and Chris Sabin was like the only one that was able to counter. Hmm the Canadian destroyer. Not that he kicked out of it, but that he countered it. And he countered it the way Eli Drake countered it the second time where he went oh. down. So that was kind of like a throwback to this is the way you win over the Canadian destroyer. Mm. But Petey Williams kicked out of it. So that was kind of cool. That was like a yeah. throwback to, to, to the old days. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Um, yeah. It uh, was a good match. In the end... Eli Drake hits the gravy train, and that's it for Petey Williams. But it was a really – and but the yeah. cr- crowd chanted, this is awesome, which was rightly so. They didn't do any crazy moves in this. So the crowd was chanting, this is awesome, just because of the match itself. And that was really cool. I think – I don't know. I mean, these these two individuals, they, they, they're on the same level, and they could actually, like, wrestle together and get – uh, they work a lot. Uh, they work very good together. Yes, They're very, very well. Very well. So this show, I'm gonna give it a solid B, uh, maybe even a B plus. I thought that they were do- they did well. Uh, it was the right amount of length. I would have liked to maybe see, or I don't know. Last week's format was probably because they just wanted to lo- get the longer matches in. This mm-hmm. week's format, sure, they had the longer matches, but they had to throw in some storyline too because you know we mm-hmm. have to see why people are fighting each other because you just can't have matches i mean you have to have yeah, a reason I mean, for people and that's what i remember dutch mantel was being interviewed on the art of wrestling about that and dutch mantel is obviously the booker or one of the bookers for for impact now and he said that that's the reason why he thought that mma was going to die out eventually because because of- there's no storyline there's no point in them fighting against each mm-hmm. other so a b for me for me, I would say uh, I would say I'd be as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean I'm 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 happy and like you say we had some really good matches. Uh, Lex and OVV OVV was really good, and uh, PD against Eli was awesome. Off the chain, as it were. So I mean I'm happy. I am satisfied. I'll give it a solid. Yes. And you did see the barbed wire massacre. We talked about that last we week that we we're going to, but I think we'll save that for when the barbed mass- wire massacre happens. <laughs> Yes. So, uh, for Nick Anderson, my name is Chris Mary Holtman. You can follow us on all social media platforms. Too many to count yeah. these days. Uh, you cannot follow us on LinkedIn. It's easier to tell people what where they can't follow us. No, you yeah, can't follow easy. us on LinkedIn or Tumblr <laughs> or Vine, just because Vine doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Um, so, hmm? till until next week, have a uh, good week. Uh, a good wrestling week and uh, boom peace out okay is that what we're doing peace out okay (laughs) peace out then